what I'm going to run through is the results of some questions that we did at the last Youth Voice event. You were at the last Youth Voice event? Yes, I was, yeah. Yeah. Was anybody else there with you there, Shannon? Okay, so essentially what I did was um, had some questions up on the big screen and then there were voting buttons. So I can go through the, the options that were given and then the people there can vote. Uh, and it gave us some results to the questions that were asked. So the questions are related to the project that I'm working on, which is all about a number of services for young people um, that are currently somewhat separate teams, and we're looking to integrate them and join them up a bit more. What we're after today uh, is obviously what we got in terms of the questions was the percentage of how many people chose option A or option B or whatever. So it gave us the stats. What we're interested in is your views on why people chose those options so why you think so a bit more of the qualitative rather than the quantitative results so um, so there's no right or wrong answers I'll just be interested to hear your thoughts on why some people voted for one things and people didn't vote for other things so that's that's it in a nutshell so for any sh any questions uh, just shout out and uh, the whole point is just to have a discussion so chip in whenever you feel like so fourth question is similar to the third one but it's about how you'd like to be involved in say running or designing a service, if not not running it, providing it, but to say being um, advisors on how a service could be provided for other young people, so a bit more involved than the other one. So the question is, if you're interested in becoming involved in how services for young people are run, how would you like to do this? So there was a number of options here. So there was one, say as a young person's rep on, um, say as a governor on a, on a project, uh, via focus groups via online questionnaires, um, by telling youth workers, and then the last option was I wouldn't want to be involved. So um, the, the highest scoring ones were by telling youth workers and then by focus groups. And then a little bit lower score was about us being a rep, say as a trustee or a governor on a group. So why, why do you think they were the, the ones around telling youth workers via focus groups were the, the highest scoring ones? Easier to tell youth worker if you're at an event. Yeah. And they say um, there's another event in like a week or so. You can tell them that you want to come. Okay. Yeah. So there's a there's an ease. It's easier to do yeah. to, to talk to someone. Yeah, because yeah. they'll listen to you. So. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say it's obviously it's a lot easier to speak to a friendly face that you already you already know and you've already had conversations with before because a lot of kids when they come up against new people they sort of they close up. Because they feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think it can be intimidating. Of course. Yeah. 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 Especially because a lot of yeah. a lot of older people know those meetings and perhaps people that might be high up in councils and things like that. I know for me, those meetings it can be quite intimidating sometimes. So. And the language. Yes. You know that can be a barrier. Yeah. Yeah. So those types of meetings, I mean, you know, what Karina's describing them kind of like committee meetings really, so you've got a range of people there, you might have some say local councillors, you might have some people who run the services and then all sorts, so you've got a big age range of people there, would that be, would you find that an in intimidating experience or would you be happy with that and say for example as, a, as an equal member of that, speaking on behalf of young people, would that be? I'd be terrified. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't like it at all. Okay, no. what Just would terrify you? Intimidating. Intimidating. Yeah. So you feel as if you wouldn't be able to yeah. contribute or mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. What would make it less? What would make it less terrifying? Or just not doing it at all would be. I I don't know. Okay. Um, maybe if there was at least one person you knew, like a friendly face that you mm -hmm. felt comfortable talking to, then you might feel more confident in expressing your opinion and saying what you wanted to say about it, okay. rather than being intimidated by all the people you don't know. Yeah. So it's like what you're saying, right? There to be someone that, that yeah. you knew that you felt as if you could. Yeah, you sort of feel like someone in the same boat rather than just being pushed out into the ocean. Okay. But focus groups score quite highly as well because they're. they're feel more comfortable you can yeah. speak and those sort of things. Okay. The fifth question was about services online, what you'd like to see available online. Um, so there were a number of options given. The question was, what services for young people would you like to be available online? Um, there are a number of options that say to be able to sign up for projects and events, um, video chat or web chat with youth professionals, uh, access for help with issues, social media pages or opportunities to upload and share items and information. Um, the one that scored highest was to be able to book projects and events online. Um, and then there were some quite similar things around scorings for social media pages and being able to share information. So why do you think that people voted most for to sign up for projects online and events online to be able to book things? I think it's easier. Yeah, I was going to say, it's something that you can do from home. You don't yeah. have to go out of your way to do anything, you can just do it all off the computer. You can do it all, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very convenient. Okay, easy to do. Yeah. Can do it whenever you like. Yeah, you don't have to do anything to to get there to, to sign up. So okay. So it's very, very much convenient. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Similar. Sort of. yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and with, so that would you see that as being say on a single website that you know about, so you go to it. So obviously that you'd have to sort of know where to go to. Yeah, would see, you start with Google, Google start? See, I think the best way to do it would be to have your advertisement on social networking and then have like a okay. direction to the to the to like the main site. Okay. Because obviously all kids are always are on social media, so yeah. if it's popping up, they go, oh, I'm doing that, and they click on it and then it okay. okay, so that, that was my question about how you find that information out. So, Because yeah. there are quite a few websites that the services use, so it's often not always clear which one to go to and you have to sort of ping around the wall. So something like social media would be good. Yeah, so that's just sort of one click thing and then okay. I that up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. So which social media sites do you guys use at the moment? Just uh, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. They're the main ones. Yeah. Okay. Do you use them for slightly different I mean do they have slightly different usages in terms of so it's Twitter much more instant turnaround. Oh, no, you don't use it yet. Yeah, it's yeah. much more like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you tend to get less adverts on Twitter. Okay. So it might be easier to put it out there. Like I know on Facebook, I'm like scrolling through, there's so many adverts and stupid things like weird clothes websites or something. Yeah. So um, maybe Twitter would be a better way to do it. Only if you were told about it though. Okay. 
Yeah, you'd have to set up a trial group now, you'd have to get it going. Any other comments about online access to or youth use of services for young people? Do you, do, you find, do you feel confident with what you've got at the moment or the things that you'd like to see more of or less of? Or? Well, sometimes people don't really know about it because mm -hmm. um, it might be on the internet, but they've never been told about it. So maybe if through schools, maybe they were told that they have the option to go online. Okay. So seeing a member of staff each time. So the question was, when receiving advice or support from uh, a youth worker, how important is it that you see the same person, same member of staff each time? Um, so the range was very important. Uh, prefer to see the same person, but it's not essential. Uh, not bothered as long as I receive the same service. Um, so the highest scores were very important or prefer to see the same person. Um, I was interested in your thoughts about why people went for that. It's probably quite straightforward, um, really. But Yeah, well, I would find it really important to be seeing the same person because you would have told them about yourself before and so they would understand what you're going through and you wouldn't have to explain everything mm -hmm. to a new person. You'd just be able to talk to the person who understands you and then they would advise you help you. So it's continuity. It's the continuity yeah. of, okay, yeah. Any other thoughts on that? Right, no, I feel the same. I feel the same, yeah? Yeah, if you've got, if you keep having the same person, you build common ground with them, you're more comfortable talking. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And in a related way, um, to the information that you give to someone first time, be comfortable about that being obviously it's confidential information but if someone had that information being passed on to say another service that could help you were you comfortable with that or would that, would that worry because often you know sometimes when you have to go to you have to say the same things over and over again to different people um, are you comfortable with the information being captured and shared across services if it actually makes the service better um, I would want Sorry, you can carry on. It depends on the situation though. Yeah? Yeah. Like, if it was serious then, no, that wouldn't be appropriate, but if it was okay then, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Okay, so it's sort of on a bit of a case-by-case -case basis? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's quite annoying isn't it, sometimes when you have to give the same, yeah. say who you are, the age, where you're from, each yeah. time you see someone and actually, particularly if they're connected up, but not always... I think I would want to know before my information got passed on, so right. if someone checked it with me first and I thought that would help me, then I would definitely agree to it. Okay. And I would be happy for it to be passed on. So I said at the beginning, <coughs> one of the ideas behind the project is the number of the services that you receive, but we try and join them up a bit more, so a big part of that would be sharing some of the information. But obviously there's data protection and confidentiality that we've got to bear in mind with that. Um, but it would really help, because obviously 
pegging the same person each time is what we'd hoped for, but it's not always possible because people work different hours and different shifts and things, so we have to share that information. Mm -hmm. um, and as an example, at the moment, the different services are about different databases. Yeah. So, I mean, anyone who's been to connections will know that you go through a data collection form and you get sign in, etc. Um, but then if you were then to go to the youth service or something, they've got a separate database, so they will then be taking your information again. If we were to work closer together and have the same database, would you be comfortable with that? So different organisations potentially using the same database? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see how it would be beneficial to the person that's, like, that has their problem because there's more people there to help them. But then depending on it all depends on how personal the, like whatever it is that's going on because I don't know personally with me I wouldn't tell one person something that I wouldn't want everyone to know. But then if you're confiding in someone and then it feels like they're sort of walking all over you when they pass it around and then when you've got people digging at you asking questions about it you just think oh well, how do you know that? Who give you the right to Tonight. So you'd want us to be sensitive for that information, yeah. certain information wouldn't necessarily go onto that database because it'd be held by that, that individual yeah. unless it had to be passed on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if somebody has somebody done the CV, you'd be quite happy for everyone to know that yeah. you'd completed the CV, yeah. then you've never seen it, but they know that you've done it. Yeah. Yeah.